0: <laughs> a lot of pressure man. Yeah it is. Evil. And evil. Not our real names.
1: Nailed it. <laughs> oh you want me to do my bit? Okay, here we go. bit? okay here we go. Who are those guys? Who are those guys? Who are those guys? You're gonna love it. It's just a little independent. That might have been too much man. I, we I are the two glorious bastard podcasters because yeah, I watched I like that. that. I like that. Yes, and, you did. And I forgot how good it was.
0: Well, welcome to A Little Independent, everybody. The podcast where two friends talk about independent, obscure, just plain weird movies. My name is Ryan. And I'm Todd. Hi, Todd. Hi, Ryan. Oh, it sounded good. Yeah. Yes, you. I, I we were up. talking about movies that yeah, well, I, I feel like we've talked about that recently, movies that we hadn't seen in a while and liked them more than we thought, and Inglorious Bastards yeah. was yours. Yeah. Recently.
1: Yeah. And I and I told you that I watched it from beginning to end yeah. and that was actually untrue and I thought about it later. I picked it up You fucking lied? I no. lie. lie has to have intent. <laughs> And there was no intent. I just didn't realize that I that actually was untrue. Picked it up in the middle. Yeah, it wasn't true lies. Ha ha! Oh wow! Oh, oh, I am Arnold. Excellent. Yeah, um, you are having a good time. <laughs> I can't get that scene out of my head with her falling off the pole on the. That is true. Well,
0: um, we we were chatting about uh, movies as you want to do on a podcast and. I was going to tell you. I my daughter has been asking to watch like you know what she calls special movies with us, and there's a couple that she wants to watch, and a, a couple I've seen that have like decently hardcore sex scenes in them. She knows that they're in there. She knows we know that they're in there, and I just I don't want to.
1: She's she's testing the limits of yeah, and she's just had a birthday, so she's. 15 she's now? fifteen. And oh. she's been real
0: oh. fucking smart about it with this whole Well, Dad, don't you wanna, you know, like use that to make tell me that, you know, the right and wrong things and Well, she is really smart. I she's in all the advanced classes. More, like, <laughs> Fuck no, I don't. <laughs> but I don't want to be here right now. But she's she's talking to us about this stuff and we're yeah. it, but movie wise, there's a few I just haven't gotten to yet and I didn't know when you actually could at all
1: sit through a sex scene with your kids yeah you know you have you're fortunate that she they she's so open and talking to you mine were more you know because i was probably too strict so they just go talk about it with their friends and you know hide oh. it hide it from dad oh cool because dad's gonna I prefer your version actually well you know you know hide it from dad what, yeah. whatever
0: happened to that <laughs> Yeah. I don't have that. <laughs> you... <laughs> My wife doesn't. There's no it from mom either. Yeah. We, we get both barrels. We get all yeah. barrels.
1: Well, you know, because you, you sit down and talk with them, and they know you're not going to, like, lose your shit and ground them for 10 weeks and, and stuff you're like You're right. You're right. You know, so they, they can do that. But I'm
0: having a goddamn blast watching these movies with her. You yeah. know, like a, like Sixth Sense, we talked about, like, watching her see it for the first time. And a lot of the movies that we do – um I've gone back to to think like I'm kind of I'm really excited to watch a couple of these with her. You know, because yeah. they're not maybe the first movies you think because right now I'm just like can't wait to show her jaws and you know all these just you know classics in my mind. So even something you know, like Dog Day Afternoon. <laughs> all the President's Men. Yeah. She's so lucky, isn't she? The William <laughs> Goldman series. But um you know the There's that excitement, but you know a bunch of these movies, and even like you know, it's one I picked, but Repo: Genetic Opera, because she loves musicals. I think she'll dig that. Yeah, and this is one. uh, Your pick this week is one that I, I, I definitely could see, almost it being important to watch with her in a couple, you know, in a number of ways. Really,
1: I thought, yeah, like for cultural different cultures that exist. Strength. Okay. Uh, well, in, in yeah, Rhea is seventeen in this movie. Yeah,
0: and well, we should we can, going on forty? Well, they're they're reading it, maybe what it is, but uh, officially, because don't we always announce what the movie is? I guess we don't have to, and we may have discussed
1: this before. Yeah, interesting. We're trying not to be formulaic,
0: right? So unpredictable. So you know, screw it. Let's not say the name of the movie. Any of it. <laughs> no. Nobody who's in it. We're not doing any of that shit from the yeah, top. L- let's.
1: Uh, yeah, we'll just talk about a complete. The different movie, movie this week
0: is Winter's Bone.
1: Yes, from 2010. And here we are. I, so I get the odd ones because my name's Todd. You drop the T, and you get odd. So I get all the odd movies. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, I think you did that on purpose. And I don't know. You let me. Well, you let me pick the first. Or well, that's yeah, how we started.
0: The podcast name
1: was yours. <laughs> So, you know, me, being that I started with one, I get 25, the silver anniversary, the big episode. So the reason I picked yeah Winter's Bone is because it is the biggest independent, probably on all aspects, um, not, not budget, but the fact that it had four Oscar nominations and had and produced the biggest female superstar of this generation. Whoa. Nobody's... 2015 and 2016, she was. This is going to be cool. I'm digging in the world. into
0: this for sure. Um, oh, I'd love to, Todd. Man, Did your brain—that's that. I love that. That was, that was great.
1: <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a drink. I, yeah. I, 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 can I drop the mic now and got it? Leave on a high note. The
0: description of this film: An unflinching Ozark Mountain girl hacks through dangerous social terrain as she hunts down her drug-dealing father while trying to keep her family intact. Again, from IMDb.
1: Very close. Uh, The social terrain is her own family, extended family. So that's the only part. Which I think is
0: a really goddamn interesting part of this whole thing. And I've got thoughts. And, and, you know, again, everybody who who listens, we appreciate everybody. And we don't mean to be offensive, but I may say something offensive. Who knows?
1: Well, they say it in the movies. (laughs) But... um, (laughs)
0: I am going to admit something to you that I don't think I... I I didn't remember this movie at all. Um, I can't even remember the circumstances under which I saw it the first time. Right. And looking back on it, it's not a movie that I would have actively seen based on that description at all. Yeah. Like, I know what I'm going to see. And if I feel like becoming depressed, (laughs) I'll go ahead and press play on this. I did warn you. Yes, you did. No, I no, did no. I did warn you in advance
1: and and the only thing I didn't say which I wish I had when I was, you know, delivering the uh, what our film's going to be to you was we're going back in the woods, baby. Yes, <laughs> that's right. I didn't say it. Yep. I like
0: how you the, you created the concept of delivering the movie to me. How did you uh how did you deliver what the movie was going to be? Uh, you know the last you time we do? were in the studio doing the music you bake, mix, make me a cake, a custom cake and, oh yeah, like that's I what scratch I did. off the top layer of frosting, which revealed winter's bone underneath.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I forget. Yeah. That's the, the listeners
0: don't know when we reveal the, the name of the movie, uh, for each other, it's under amazing circumstances of pageantry.
1: <laughs> Sometimes we fly to Europe for it. That's right. A little place. And we to just specific. try to outdo
0: each other. Little place because of all S-Pen. that ad money we got and corporate sponsorships because people love us. So, build as a drama and a mystery.
1: Drama, mystery, yes. Would you
0: throw thriller in there? And what constitutes a I don't think Michael Jackson would fare
1: well down in Forsyth. No, um, that is true at any stage. I mean, of even his though complexion. he had the, the biggest selling album of all time. Yeah. I don't know I that a Thriller few, would would go over I down that.
0: there. A few of these these jean short people are uh, <laughs> secreting away a copy of Thriller and not telling anybody that they like it. Yeah, In, this movie stars the aforementioned superstar of our generation. Well, I didn't even say her name? By 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 Todd, uh, little or known actress at the time, Jennifer Lawrence, who plays Ree. So okay. Okay. You know, I usually say, hey, do you know this? And it's fun because... Yeah, what know- do you
1: know Jennifer Lawrence from? Well, before this, she was in a sitcom for three years. I know that from uh, one of the interviews I was watching with her. And uh, that gave her a lot of her training. But, you know, what's really interesting about her, if you if you watch some videos of her interviews when she's really young and the, about this movie, she really appears just to be a natural actress. Like, she doesn't have formal training. You know, when you listen to all the things, she's like, you know, like in music, you know, you never, yeah. went to, never went to, you know, like self-taught. And she seems... She's just a natural. Just fucking cool as hell. Well, she's from uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. Louisville. That's where she was raised, and so she's got the whole Midwest thing going on, so... That helps with uh, being grounded.
0: Well, her first feature credit is actually a 2008 film called Garden Party, where she's credited as the character of Tiff. And then in the same year, I think, she's in a movie called The Burning Plane with Charlize
1: Theron. They, yeah. I, I Interesting. They, they they referenced that in an interview, and that, that was like a, kind of a calling card. I guess she yeah. really stood out in that movie. I've never seen it. And there's a lot to say about her, to be honest.
0: But my big takeaway is, three movies after this movie, she was in X Men as Mystique.
1: Oh, was it three? It was that many? I thought she like went right. No, I thought it was two, I two it years, years was, later. Uh, no, I. The, 2012. I clocked
0: it as way later. So three movies after this X Men. The year after that, Hunger Games, and, and then, superstar. And up. then
1: forget it. And forget
0: about it. To I in and, and I was thinking about like favorite film of hers to this point, And I, the answer that came right to me is I don't think I've seen it yet.
1: And oh, I think she's, that's brilliant.
0: But if I had to pick right now, yeah. Passengers. Ooh, that's a good one. I think she I, is tremendous. And in yeah. That.
1: And I haven't seen all her films, but you know, she is amazing. Not was it American hustle or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I she's been great in a lot of things. I, I think like, I've yet to see my favorite, maybe not my best, but like my favorite of hers.
1: Well, it's it's probably her her best performance is yet to come.
0: So the the listing. So this one is a real ensemble piece, and we could have been here for days going through the cast. So I I just called out a couple of people, but next, who I think should be cast next and is cast or listed in the credits next, yeah and i forgot he was in this i wasn't paying attention at the credits oh really did you freak out when you saw him hawks i fucking love that guy <laughs> you love the character actors man uh he plays teardrop yeah and the he, names in this goddamn movie are freaking, so
1: rednecky and crazy he freaking kills it he is in everything he is so good in this
0: so what do you know him from i mean is that, i does that i didn't stick know
1: out? him no and i i looked through all his movie lists and there's like 137 of them yeah like, yeah he has a lot of
0: credits <laughs> Um, a lot of people know him from Dust Till Dawn. He plays um, the the liquor store clerk who's being held up in the beginning. Yeah, Pete Bottoms.
1: Now I, I never saw, said help us. I saw Lincoln. Yeah, he's in Lincoln on there, and he, to me, he looks like a John Wilkes Booth, like through and through. Yeah, yeah. When you look at the how, when you look at him in this movie, like I mean, like oh my god, he's gonna. But, yeah, but who he is, did he play in Lincoln? I don't even know.
0: Oh, I don't remember either. Actually, okay. he his first role is is actually uncredited in Police Academy. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I honestly think as many cool as many great things as he's been in. My favorite performance of his is in The Perfect Storm. Oh, which is a movie you that see one I of the profess, guys in the boat. Yeah, and I love that movie. I think. It's it's I, I don't care who fucking knows it. I love that movie. <laughs> and it's a crazy story and yeah. performances story. are amazing. Yeah. Um next I, I called out uh Garrett Dillahunt who plays Sheriff Baskin.
1: Yeah. And he was in like eighty eight things or something, some crazy number.
0: Yeah, he's been in a lot. And what's funny, you know the one thing I'm thinking Sheriff Baskin wasn't that lady from Tiger King, Cheryl Baskin? Oh, that sounds right. It can't be a parallel to that, right? That,
1: yeah, Netflix just released the new continuing nah, series of
0: that, too. But Garrett was in uh, both Don't no Country for Old Men and The Road, so big Cormac McCarthy fan, maybe. Um, he was in the new Zack Snyder movie, Army of the Dead, which was actually way better than it had any right to be. And he's <laughs> really great in a movie that I love called Looper. He's in Looper.
1: yeah. Really like uh, that movie, yeah. And none of, and I've seen a few of those, and none of those, I don't remember him in yeah. those. Yeah, he, he's you know another kind of John Hawks. He's a kid. Car-
0: glad when they're there, and well, he is John Hawks. And I, I'm calling the last <laughs> person I'm calling out is Dale Dickey, who plays Mirab. Oh, I love her. She.
1: It, so do you know her from anything? Yeah, the movie you had me watch with uh, Mel Gibson, um, Bloodfather. Bloodfather. Yeah, oh, yeah. and when she came out, I'm like, oh, that bitch. She's. She's, she's got gonna get you. The look that, like,
0: <laughs> yeah. I've been weathered in the desert for the last seventy-eight yeah. years. And, although and, she's probably only. And 30. if I feel like
1: killing you, I will, and there's nothing you can yeah. do about it. She's a
0: bad, bad lady, right there. Um, the same year, of Bloodfather, she was in Hell or High Water. I know you like that movie too. When, where? Uh... She's
1: one of the neighbors, I think. Damn, Damn it! Where he lives? Is that the one with Jeff Bridges and? Yeah. Chris Pine, yep. and she's in that. Yeah. I don't remember her in that. Uh, she's also
0: she was in Breaking Bad, so she's got the good oh, kind of per- crack look. You <laughs> she, know,
1: hey, weren't you in that math movie with Lawrence? Yeah, yeah th- come on over. I, and I do would it. say
0: she looks kind of. This is gonna sound so offensive, but you know, she looks cracked like. She she has a weathered look to
1: her, but she is a gem of an actress.
0: Uh, Amazing. And she plays Mrs. Davis in Iron Man 3. So she is in the Marvel Universe. Congratulations Oh, look at her go. That's awesome. This was written by a couple of ladies. Deborah Granick Granick, um, also is the director. She's got five writing credits. Uh, The first one, ironically, is called Down to the Bone. So she's got something about boning, I guess. Uh, Ann Rosalini is a second credited writer. She has two uh, writing credits, the other being Leave No Trace.
1: Yep, which, which is, is one really I that, may do on this show. Again, yeah. in the uh, fucking woods. <laughs> yep, but it's great. I, so, I want to see that movie. Ben, ben Foster. Yeah, let's go back to that. Hell or high water. First movie you mentioned. Flesh? No, what was down it? Down to da- the Bone. Down to the Bone. So Debra is known for... She's only done, like you said, half a dozen movies, but she does them every so many years. But she immerses herself in the time and place and location and realism of it. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes the the brilliant roles for these young actors. So she's launched two actresses. The first one was in that movie, Vera Flem- Farmiga. F- yes. yeah, That movie oh, launched her. And then, of course, Winter's Bone launched Jennifer yeah. Lawrence. So the director Firmica is known is, for that.
0: She's nowhere near as big as she should be. I, I mean, she was in that, I think, the last uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Or, yeah. Or, so she was, she's getting.
1: Well, right. she was a scientist in Godzilla. Yeah, that's King that's of the right. Monsters that's or whatever. What thinking. Yeah, King of the Monsters.
0: I like her a lot. And it was uh, directed by Deborah Granick, as mentioned. Uh, her last film was 2018's Leave No Trace, again, which looks awesome. Which is really good. The tagline. What would you guess the tagline is?
1: Oh, you know I always wait for you. Uh if this was your film, is, Deborah f- blood is thicker than water unless you live in Forsyth. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: It's it, it, it's got a r- rhythm to it in a way. Uh the tagline is everyone's got a secret. Oh. Well, a little generic, yeah. It, because your your idea about ink, they she talks fits. about it with with Mirab about you know some bloods got to be worth something. So I like where you're going with. But everyone's got a secret budget: two million dollars worldwide gross, thirteen point seven million. So yeah, successful. Yeah, financially, and a I think really rapid, pretty swift, one hour and forty minute running time.
1: Yeah. So, you know I love the realism of movies and, and did you feel like you were there? Yeah, did my you first feel note like you is were
0: so fucking rural.
1: Yeah. I mean, but you felt like you, you were you spent some yes, time I
0: it it says many times in my notes, I'm depressed. <laughs> no. Yes, I
1: felt like I was there. It, do you feel better about your life now, right? And
0: and and that ties to and and I have a specific note I think uh about costume design and and some of the little things that yeah. you could take for granted in a movie like this.
1: Well, and that's where the director comes in. She she goes to the location. So it's from a this movie we should mention is from a um, a novel by Daniel Woodrell uh, called Winter's Bone, and it is in that location in the o, in the Ozarks. Um. So the director spends goes there and spends months with all the locals, immersing herself. In the community and making sure that every piece of dialogue and she runs it by the locals. Would you say this is this right? Does, yeah. this, does this ring true? And
0: hires a lot of local people too because the in the dialogue does stand out. Yeah, in movies like this, it could come off cheesy, or almost th- there is one laugh in the movie, and I, I, at least I had one laugh, legit. And I'll see if maybe you picked up on it, too. Okay. But it didn't come off as, as campy or anything like that because it was so specific, I thought. And everybody did a
1: really nice job,
0: regardless of what their original dialect is.
1: Yeah. So, you know, that the opening scene just in that song... Down in the mood oh, yeah. Missouri, yeah, It talks about molesting
0: dance. and there's a reference of a banjo in the opening song. So they're there telling is? you what's, oh yeah. I missed the lyrics. Yeah.
1: That was just, the melody line got me.
0: Uh, so this movie was nominated for everything. I mean, it was nominated for a total of 131 nominations, 63 wins. Yeah. Did you know it was nominated for the Gould Baguille Award for Best Foreign Film? Okay. At the Gould Baggy Award. Um, and uh, Todd intimated some Academy Award nominations. It was nominated for, what, four different awards. It did not win anything. Uh, but J-Law, Jennifer Lawrence, <laughs> was nominated for Best Actress. She lost out to, do you remember who she lost out to?
1: I remember her sitting by... Um this this is embarrassing. What what's her uh, the, the biggest Oscar winner of all time? Meryl Streep. There you go. Okay. I told you my the names just why you Work fried my brain. That's why you worked, got me. You got me. <laughs> I you, yeah. catch me when I fall. Uh, so I don't remember if that was the first time or the second time, but I remember her, you know, just like kind of being in awe and sitting by a table by her was yeah, nominated that probably with was her. That.
0: She lost to Natalie Portman.
1: Uh, for Black Swan. Oh, that's because, see, now, if she had done a scene like in Black Swan. She might have won. I yeah, Maybe. You think?
0: And I believe this is John Hawks, my man John Hawks, only Oscar nomination. Because he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. Who, so, who beat
1: him out? Jay Haw. <laughs> and Jay lo and Jay law
0: Yeah, Jay law and, and J-Haw. Jay haw John Hawks. <laughs> he lost out to Christian Bale in The Fighter.
1: Oh. So I... I that, Well, Ugh. I don't know. But think of that movie... I could see it a little bit. Yeah, he got robbed. Kristen and, Bale's got enough awards. You know,
0: the film does start with a lot of realism, and I did write so fucking rural, and there is a lyric, a song lyric in the beginning, banjos are strumming, Yeah, and then there's mention of like not being molested. And so I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. The banjos are referenced and banjo you're music like, you uh, like plays throughout the Todd, score. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly, I can't because I'm
1: rarely in the mood
0: for movies like this. And usually I don't seek these out and I don't care. Right. But and,
1: and that's what's so beautiful is like, I make you watch stuff and yeah. you make me watch your stuff that we never would have. Otherwise, you know, why?
0: And I'm never, and I wasn't, even right away, I wasn't mad because I'm like, all right, it, it's so, they, they have the realism down, but all I can think of is doing laundry like that must fucking suck. <laughs> in the like, it's not winter, well, it's like fall, they're yeah. outside, that, that. you know, fuck that.
1: you know there's no washing machine. They just show her hanging the clothes yeah, on the right. line. So she had to be washing them in a tub and then hanging them on the line. Exactly. Yeah. Or maybe the getting? river.
0: And that's like... Exact right. So the the sanitation utilities are questionable. Where yeah. where this whatever the in Missouri is must be where it is because Missouri is referenced in the. Song it's well. in
1: four, It was filmed on location in Forsyth, Missouri. Um, they named two counties. If you play the Jeopardy music for one second, you know what? Hey,
0: a, about to be a shout out to these counties, uh, uh, folks. Visit
1: historic. Christian, Christian, Missouri, and Tanny counties.
0: Christian and Tanny counties in Missouri. Filmed Check those out, ladies and gentlemen. Entirely
1: on location, yeah. If you, if you feel like immersing yourself Winter's in the Winter's Bone
0: world. film, there, other things, maybe fall in love all over again with yeah. those two counties in Missouri.
1: I don't think there was a single cell phone tower or cell phone in this entire movie. That's. I think there was a cell phone because I think
0: it was a flip phone. Maybe the cousin had it. Anyway, they they established the feel real quick. And all I, again, remembering zero from this movie. Yeah, I see Jennifer Lawrence's character, and I'm thinking, young mother of two.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Because that's kind of how it's presented, and she is
1: she is the mother, you know, uh, she's and, and mothering the yeah, kids. That's yeah. a theme
0: throughout the film. But absolutely, and she. You know, was making breakfast, and I noticed that the huge just hunk of butter slaps down in that in cast the, iron in pan. In the cast
1: iron grill. Yep, skillet. Thinking,
0: making sturdy children, I guess. I don't but know. She's
1: cutting potatoes, right? And, yeah. yeah. And
0: but part of me is like, I bet whatever she's making is pretty delicious. Yeah. And, you, and you find later that food
1: is scarce. Like, so this is... Right. Even this is a luxury. So, I don't know... You may not know this, I'm getting the vibe you don't, but that that cabin that they're in and the little girl, Ashley? Yeah. That's her house. Oh. It was filmed there on site, and Ashley was cast because her and J-Law got along so well, they didn't bother casting. Oh, so they just found this, town, that, this is the That, house that is her property in and kid. her
0: house. Well, how old is she, like eight? I don't. I don't even
1: think she's that old. But so her parents? Well, Ashley, right? I think that's what her name yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. That I, she's not. That is she's not cast. That's I'm going to be house. fuzzy on names
0: in relationships. I gave it one good run through. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. But they they set the scene and she's making f- food and and the the son shows up and he says I found a dog, and you know it's all just one. It's establishing things real quick. Because there's also a theme in these communities, as portrayed in movies, is there's always a goddamn dog barking in the background of every scene. Oh, yeah. In the outdoor, and it... <laughs> we could track that. I wonder if that's a real
1: thing in these movies, or if it's a real thing in real well, life. It's, but always it's, a dog barking a, in the back. Yeah, there's, if, there's probably very few props in this movie, if any. I mean, this is all real location and real yeah. sight. I mean, that's their actual house. So, so. this is the first... Time in the film that I wrote, I am depressed. Well, that was quick. That's one. <laughs> how many? How many minutes are we in? Not, not many. Less than five. Yeah. So she's brushing her mother's hair. Right? Is that what you're talking about when no, the boy comes in no, with the dog?
0: This is before that. I think this is. Okay. This is the morning. She's like, I found a dog. I'm making breakfast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and
0: and what what was interesting to me is based on what was established. She's, I think she's talking about going to school, and they go to school, and I'm expecting twigs stuck together in tents. I was not expecting, a, like, a modern school. Yeah. I expected no roof. I, I don't know what, but the school being relatively normal, as it were, was shocking to me.
1: Yeah, well, they show the classes of the future high school mothers. Okay, so talk to me about that. What was that? That was uncomfortable. That was like they are, but so propagating. The, so it's a
0: it's a room that she Jennifer Lawrence drops, what I still think are her children at this point, off at school, and on her way out. And she's loitering, by the way, yeah. in that high school for a long time.
1: Well, she is that a. I mean, she's. I think she's clearly a, probably a dropout. That's what Jen said. She's like she's looking, like, this is where I should be. That's the story. Is
0: it's it's sad that she looks like she belongs there. Yeah. And but she peers into this classroom, and there are what, what look to be high school kids, yeah, boys and
1: girls, your daughter's age, fake babies, and they're they're teaching them how to take care of babies. Now, are these Cause they make are these kids who are about to have kids
0: themselves,
1: or is this a cl- an elective? I, I think can it's just, elect, can I think, think like it's getting, cre- creating the culture. <laughs> that yep. I mean, I, we
0: don't normally get like really huge topics here but
1: well no i i remember my daughters having bringing the babies home that if you don't take care of them they cry and this um, may
0: be a weird thing where we missed and it came back later for me but yeah it's what i thought it was so i'll tell you what i thought it was i thought it was a class special class for the kids in in high school who are either knocked up or did the knocking up and are about (laughs) to be parents and they're teaching them uh, how to not drop the fucking baby
1: yeah no i remember i remember my heather bringing in high school have whatever class it was and you had to have the this this doll thing for the weekend and it would just start crying and then you had to like know what take care of i don't know if it was for babysitting or if it was just that sounds awful oh it was i was like what a! Le- I don't know, what is and the it, lesson? It I would guess? know, like if you shook it, you know. <laughs> like- what is the lesson? <laughs> well, so the kids are in school. I'm, I'm
0: glad. I was glad for that. I was really, you know, because you listen to how education seems they, to be challenged. had the military these, thing,
1: ROTC yeah, or whatever, going, going on in the for, gym, I'm like what's with the guns? They're walking in the down legend? the hallway
0: with their guns. Yeah. So it's an ROTC school. So cool. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe things aren't that bad. Just you know the home situation. You know you need a, need Bob Vila to come and spruce some things up a little bit. <laughs> you know that's fine. And but now we see a new character and the state that they're in. She goes to Sonia, who's a neighbor, either next door or three hundred miles away. I don't know. Um, and they're saying that they can't afford their horse anymore to feed their horse.
1: Oh yes, Jennifer. Jennifer well, we shouldn't call her Jennifer. Re. Her name is Ree. Re walks her horse over and asks her to keep it for him because she can't feed it.
0: You know, and and this this woman Sonia seems like a nice person, which is another one of the kind of A little harsh, very stems. harsh, rough
1: yeah. around the edges. She's like, hey, it gets expensive, doesn't it?" Instead of you know, yeah, giving her a hug and say, "Sure, I'll I'll help mm-hmm. you," you know, or when you're time of need, it's more like, and maybe it's because I've seen enough
0: westerns because that's the the that kind of strong female persona I equate that to. Is this woman who had to be hard because they had to be hard, and it's that mentality. Yeah. So that didn't even even shock me that much. I'm like, oh okay, yeah.
1: And and I think about like my my grandmother grew up in rural northern Michigan here, and you know went the opposite. Like she couldn't wait to get out of out of that. But her early upbringing just reminds me, you know, they they were on the farm, and yeah. I remember her telling me horses bite, they kick, they're mean. Yeah, <laughs> and you know. About having to to prepare the chickens and kill them, and 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 then when they finally came down to the Detroit area for jobs, she became you know educated and got you know had a really good job. I mean, she was yeah. couldn't wait to get away from that type of. But she could still that call rough call study. on that
0: primal side if she ever had to.
1: Oh, shoot. defend the family. And That's she, a
0: grandma who like you know beat the shit out of some motherfucker because she can.
1: Yeah, she she was the. Which one's the female? The matriarch, patriarch? Which one? Matriarch. Okay. Don't condescend me, mister. God <laughs> damn it. You should see the look he gave me. <laughs> like, you're an idiot. I, 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 thought, I thought you were. M for mother?
0: Is that what? Mother, not mother. The matriarch. Well, the so family? kids are in school. Things are not good. It's not really clear why she needs the horse. But again, it, it's all setting up a circumstance. Yeah. Um, I think creating incredible empathy for somebody. Off the bat. Yeah. I mean they lay on not know because p- at this point she could be uh you know, she could be making meth or crack or something, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Not to you know, betray what happens later in the movie, but
1: Well, she's constantly reinforcing the poverty. Yeah. And it's it's palpable,
0: I will say. It
1: you it tastes sandy. Doesn't taste good. You-
0: <laughs> doesn't taste good. And that makes us look inwards a little bit more. But and, and then I start to wonder, you know, is there a mom? Maybe she's not the mom. I don't know. But we do find out that there's a dad. Obviously, there has to be a mom. But there is a dad, and dad is out on bond. Dad's out on bond.
1: We find this out from the sheriff. From the right? sheriff. The sheriff. Creepy-ass <laughs> fucking sheriff. This guy, what a douche. He's so...
0: Great performance. So a, self-righteous. A, yeah.
1: A pretty boy. You know, and looking down at all the, and they just sneer at him. They, they, they they hate him. That's right. Oh, but old Johnny boy, old Johnny five and
0: Alien three.
1: Yeah, old teardrop's gonna get a piece of him later on. Terrible reference.
0: Yeah, that's a great scene, and I think we're talking about the same thing. But Dad, he's out on Bond. He's cooking again, and And you can't find him. It's revealed that you can't find. They can't find him, and he put you know their house and everything they own up as collateral for his bond. Yep. So there's this I mean this movie tagline could have been Where's my dad? Cause that's the movie. And that's what's really funny. It's a that it's very
1: simply <laughs> Where's my dad? Yeah. Well that's the that, the that you we are in the inciting incident where you're gonna lose the house if your daddy yeah. doesn't show up for court. I can't find him. Yeah. She doesn't know where he is, and it's an odd way. So off she goes as little Goldilocks from house yeah. to house, and there's there's people you know watching. There's Goldilocks, onlookers watching you did, things. You didn't work with me on that one, Goldilocks, blonde J Law, going from house to house. You know the big bad wolf. You know are you with me on all this? Now mm-hmm. I am okay. I just needed oh, that. That, that. Was moment. a long road.
0: <laughs> I just wanted to see how long you Help do that. Me. How long did you do do, do that?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. There is. Absolutely. It's a fairy tale. Um. With, Aww, it's a fairy tale. Way less tasty porridge, for sure, <laughs> or maybe cracks the tasty porridge in this particular situation. But yeah, and she sat on, on this, two square mile adventure, in this strange world. Oh, I don't I know. I think the it was distances. two miles,
1: just a one house. Yeah. I mean, it's they,
0: very bizarre. It doesn't
1: show it, but it's a long journey.
0: And so people are looking on, and and it's clear that you know word travels fast in this community. But she's she's got to find her dad, and she says something that I think is really interesting because she's aware of her situation. We find out there is a mother who's catatonic, and she's taking care of this person as well.
1: Yeah, because the sheriff goes to talk to the mom, and she's trying to keep her away, and says she's you better no just help tell her whatever. Yeah.
0: So again, you're just your weight. Is just put upon this. Yeah, this it just this got young a lot girl. heavier. <laughs> You're like, holy shit. She's how... not the mom. She's the daughter. And she has this look of just perpetual grimness. Yeah. And she, does, Jennifer Lawrence just does forlorn tremendously well.
1: Yeah. And, and it you know, like just... Charlotte
0: Rampling in the swimming pool. I think we actually even talked about that, how she looked just perpetually fucking bummed out and <laughs> just. Did it really well, and she does that. Like The weight of her problems are on her face at all times. Yeah. And that's actually a criticism in some of the people who, who didn't like the movie. Like, her face was just sour the whole time.
1: Oh, those people. Weird reviews. thing. Oh,
0: so, ooh, look at it. See? I see your <laughs> cheeks getting red already. Hell yeah. Let's see if this review at no, the end is enough right, to I, make I, Todd I, punch me in my mouth.
1: Yeah. Well, you didn't do it, you know. Yeah, after a rough day at work, I can't, I can't be taking no <laughs> criticism on my movie.
0: And, you know, they, they the gravity of what's going on, and even the kids say, you know, why don't you ask for help? And and she had, has this line I thought was great, never ask for what ought to be offered.
1: You're right. And the neighbor's skinning a deer. Which,
0: again, was, to your point, probably something that came from the director, you know, getting the local nomenclatures and things like that. Yeah,
1: or, you know, right out of the book, who—, yeah. who you know, it was clearly from the area. And, and Sonia
0: does bring food, and we find out the dad's name is Jessup, which is another dipshit name in these <laughs> in the hills. And the last name doing.
1: is Dolly, Dolly, Jessup yeah. Dolly, Jessup
0: Dolly, and Re Dolly. But Re is not her act. That's a. a it must be short for something. It's talked about. I, I can't remember actually what. in and Sonia again, uh, this is where I like in this movie these performances. I I like call it quiet menace. Because oh, yeah. Sonia has an edge, but this time she has more of an edge because she says, "What did you tell the sheriff?"
1: Yeah, she, she brings food over, you know, as like an offering, and then, but her real underlying thing yeah. was to question her about saw the saw the law was here today, you know, making sure she doesn't talk. So, and this is where the mystery starts. Yeah, talk about what, what, what is really yeah, going on here, and where's yeah. the dad?
0: And so you you assume the dad did something, you know. Um, drugs. We well, you know he cooks meth
1: because the sheriff. Yeah, does he's, say he's that. Cooking Your again. Yeah, he's cooking. Yeah, and he's, so, he's like you got to prove it every time. Yeah. That defending her dad. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because she hate they hate the law.
0: So now her journey begins, and she just it, it's like going up this white trash food chain. Just <laughs> less and less teeth at the top. I guess it's no. unbelievable. <laughs> Un. It, it's it's. That's the only way. and there are gonna be more metaphors like that.
1: You are gonna you are gonna break down in one of these locations that I that I have sent you to, whether it's Rust Creek in Kentucky <laughs> or Forsyth in in Missouri.
0: No, it's good. You keep us firmly afraid in the woods and I keep you well, perfectly baffled by the fact that some movies exist. Well,
1: let, <laughs> let's see what we've clearly established, like you like to point out. Uh, we don't go into the Appalachia. Right mm-hmm. from from still, mm-hmm. we don't go into the the backwoods of Kentucky from nope. from uh, Russ Creek. That's right. We don't go into Missouri. The, right, the, those arcs down by the uh, Arkansas line, and then her next movie that uh, the director did, Leave No Trace, is in the Northwest Pacific.
0: Okay. Well we kind of cover that with creep. You know, so, creep tells you not to go to just outside of LA in the woods. Uh, Every place is dangerous, so we everybody. <laughs> it's all go. fucking dangerous. So our our podcast is don't go in the woods. Email us and tell us where you think the most dangerous place is. A little independent podcast at gmail.com. Let's get that conversation going. What what I like about so so they, they have to go see people in succession and kind of go up the food chain. And they start with Floyd and, and and Floyd just another weird dirtbag. He's listening to the shittiest metal ever, like okay. '90s garbage metal.
1: So I wrote, I wrote in here music question mark to ask you if you knew that song. No, because I, I thought that's Brian it, kind of music. It sounds like it could have been like a like a, they had a band
0: do a song. Like they're not, it's not a real song. They had a band do it for the soundtrack.
1: So it was some local bands like demo tape. That's just shit. Okay, so, and so clearly you didn't like i like
0: it. one dirt bag on top of another dirt bag, and he's just, you know, in there, just being Feed, a dirt bag. Feeding the ferret. Was that a ferret or a rat? It
1: was a ferret. It was a
0: white ferret. Big, huge ferret. And she said, <laughs> wait, "Are you going to invite wait. me in? Are you going to invite me in?" So they say like, that this, every time.
1: Yeah. It's like a fucking vampire movie. Like, that's exactly what I thought. Like they can't go through the threshold. You know, and I wrote a couple of quotes down that they repeated, but I forgot about that one. They, yeah. Every single house, are you going to invite? So that's a thing down there, because that's the I reason guess. they did it. Yeah,
0: redneck vampires with their flannel capes and hunters' orange teeth,
1: and and the methematic cookmaker.
0: That's right, the methomatic.
1: <laughs> the Ronco Methomatic.
0: And you know, uh, so Floyd and and Gail live there. Gail calls Reese Sweet Pea. And it's like, I need to find dad. Can I borrow Floyd's truck? And Floyd says, No. Now we have to go to the next thing. We gotta go see Teardrop. And that's when I'm like, These goddamn names yeah.
1: Teardrop. Yeah. And did, uh, how
0: did who it who the hell is this gonna be?
1: Yeah. And it take did it take you a little bit to figure out he was the uncle? Yeah. I mean, well, he had to say that it was his yeah, little it brother.
0: Took, it took forever okay. to figure out who was who, but you know, they said you don't want to wake Teardrop, and Teardrop comes down, and that's what I wrote. Fuck yes, John Hawks. <laughs> really big, because I I love that guy. And then I'm like, but you see that the scariest fucker, and he's he's he didn't take me out of the movie because looking back on it, he's definitely the biggest name, in a, in an odd way. Oh, if you I, in, look at in, it comparatively, in 2010, yeah, yeah, and especially now, even you know you have Jennifer Lawrence, of course, but. He still, you know, rises to the top. So, but he didn't take me out of it. It actually pulled me in further. Like, all right, what what's he bringing? Because he could bring silly. He could bring darkness. He could. That's a guy who can do anything. That's why these character actors are the fucking best. He's you bringing the darkness. Them. And you know, they're they're kind of talking about what's going on. We find out their family. I'm like, okay. And then little Arthur is mentioned, and he does this move when he grabs her by her throat out of nowhere. That just, again, establishes, okay, not only is everything shitty, there's (laughs) imminent violence around every
1: goddamn corner. Oh, every household has domestic violence in it. Absolutely. uh, That she visited, and they're all cousins of one sort or another of hers. So grabs Mm -hmm. her and— Because now the underlying principle of that attack was basically just setting her straight because she questioned him twice. Yeah. And he he had already said no— so in a heartbeat had her by the throat in the back of the head like he could end her right then. Yeah. And then he kind of like pets her hair when he lets her go like you learned your lesson, you know, yeah. you're you're and, and she's famous. It's
0: another underlying theme in this, just bullshit male insecurity le- leading to horrible actions, violence against women. It's it's it happens to the sheriff, and that's what it is and it's small and disgusting but <laughs> And then Little Arthur. I'm like, what's There's another goddamn name with fucking Little Arthur. And they tell her to stay close to home. And they give her money and a doobie for the walk. So here you go. They're real cavalier. They're always, like he's trying to shove cocaine in her.
1: Yeah, well, Little, little Arthur ran with her dad. They used to do – they did meth together. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why so she goes I, off to see him.
0: Maybe not up the food chain. It's aside the food chain. They go to another – Place that looks just as shitty as the last place, but I still don't know how far away well, these things are.
1: Yeah. Um, Which, little Arthur mentioned. Well, th- she, she goes to see. Thumb. She
0: goes to see this girl, and I'm like, "This is Megan." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, is this Little Arthur's?" And that's when you know Reese says they cook crank, and okay, sorry, I called it whatever. And Little Arthur, that actor, yeah, I actually really like him too. Do you, did you recognize him?
1: Not really. He's
0: a real good he's a real good creepy actor and he <laughs> kind of steals this one scene in Superbad oh. where they go to this party and it's where they're trying to steal they, they empty the dishwashing detergent, put the beer in it, and it's but it's a much older party and they end up in a room with a bunch of people like doing serious drugs or whatever. Yeah. And this dude they're trying to be other people and this guy's like, Oh, you can I heard you can sing, man. Sing me a song. And he's just wired out of his mind, and he just kind of stands out. (laughs) He's also in a movie called Alive. Remember Alive? The cannibal movie? No. This Brazilian soccer team that crashes in the Andes Mountains. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, infamous. His name's Kevin Bresnahan, by the way.
1: He's in Alive? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I love- just I just noted that
0: as interesting. Yeah, no, it was such a great movie. Yeah. Alive. It's a good one. And uh, again, so Little Arthur, he may be the one who has a rat. And that's when I noticed the language. You know, y'alls, because I watched it with subtitles. Did you watch it with subtitles?
1: Second time, I think?
0: Yeah, I yeah. got a lot doing that. Okay. And he offers her a line of coke, a little smoke, no line, no smoke. Get the fuck out. Yeah, I guess I got nothing for you. And now she has to go up to the top of the food chain, I guess, to meet Megan's grandpa, Thump, Thump Milton. Milton, ladies and gentlemen, Thump Milton,
1: the the thumper.
0: And again, I'm like, all right, what is this? This guy is the top of this redneck Godfather food chain. Yeah, he's the what Godfather. He Going to be.
1: And everybody is. It's you know, it's scripted that everybody is in fear of Thump. Yeah, and everybody reacts that way. Even Teardrop you know in the end there, he kind of bows to That's right. Does that suit you Thump? That's right. I'm ready to kill everybody here but does that suit you? Yeah. And and there's So they there's, make that consistent yeah, throughout. There's like propriety, he is the Godfather. There's yeah. this
0: respect in the land. it's interesting. Fear,
1: and it's out of fear. Yeah. And cuz you'll end up hog shit, she goes to
0: see Thump and this is when she meets Mirab. Um which again, amazing yeah. performance. She's kind of like the the gatekeeper. And what what Ree keeps on getting is little bits of added info about her dad or stuff. Yeah, and she doesn't care.
1: She just wants, just wants, needs him. to find him. Yeah,
0: doesn't clearly doesn't care about him as a person. She just needs to save her family.
1: And and she's now at the fourth location, the fourth house, and all four of them. The woman greeted her outside. Yeah, and then. You know, she asked to enter. She, there's like a, the "aren't you going to invite me in" thing on, on all yeah. of them. I mean, it's just it's crazy.
0: And she is not invited the, into into thumps. and that's when she says
1: the, she she says some
0: some blood means something. So then I'm like
1: incest. No, the whole or is it that they're all the whole related? family is right. blood is thicker than water thing.
0: So white trash godfather, I'm figuring he's going to be like some morbidly obese. Larry the cable guy, or something, comes down like, Hey, how you doing?
1: Oh, no, he, he's he's big, but he's yeah, got the whole tough thing going on. Well, we don't see him for a while yet, and we don't.
0: And she, we're not going to see him. She gives her a thermos cup to drink yeah. out of before some, she leaves,
1: something hot. I was thinking like bullion, like some hot bullion, another whatever maybe tradition
0: to when you refuse, counsel out, by you, thump. You You, must give Thermos full of bullion
1: water. She's a cousin, so. Something. Didn't grow up with that my family. Warm her up for her walk. Did you have the
0: Thermos cup tradition in your family, Bernaskas? No. Okay. No. Sorry. And she does say something interesting. Mirab says the answer she's seeking for is in the fact that Thump won't see her. So I thought that was kind of, I guess maybe I did start laughing at the names at this point and took it a little less than seriously (laughs) for a second. But then well, I got back in because they go back, they keep showing little bits more of Ree's house and where they live. And I found it interesting that there's a trampoline with a kid. That's not uncommon. Dirty kids on a trampoline. Yeah. But next to the trampoline was a real nice handmade set of stairs that somebody just made real nice for that trampoline. So those dirty footed kids can come right off the trampoline. Nice set of, like, you know, home
1: carpentried stairs. I would be s- that in the least surprise if there's several good carpenters yeah. out there in the country then then they're the go to absolutely <laughs> what yes, there are was serious we about
0: salute that they they every work one with their them. hands they, they wanna... do yes that's what happens you give to your kids <laughs> so All as right. i'm realizing this I'm not playing along the staircase is great she's kidnapped by who we find as her cousin Who's got something to show her? And this is like the first of a few times when she's forcibly shown something, and I'm
1: like not on board with any of this. <laughs> well, yeah, that's I the got neighbor to show you. That's the neighbor but guy. Isn't it her cousin? I believe that's the guy. Later you, you know, the woman to... that brought the food over. It yeah, was questioned. So that's the guy that's with him, with her.
0: No, because the the overalls guy li- lives like
1: right adjacent. Because he's always there staring yeah. when the cops come.
0: Yeah, always leering. That guy, yeah. overall. I uh, thought he was the neighbor. I think my note was like aggressive overall guy. But I, th- I, I, and I have a note that he's her cousin. But anyway, he kidnaps they're, her.
1: Yeah, they're all cousins.
0: <laughs> yeah, and again, I was trying not to like lean into the stereotype of everybody's toothless and and, and interrelated. But it, this movie does seem to support a little bit of that. But well, he shows her a burned-out drug house, which seems to be the the milieu for this neighborhood. <laughs> burned-out houses.
1: It blew up from um, from cooking meth. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, there's a house downtown that blew up. That was a meth house downtown, kind of near Old Town Playhouse.
1: Uh, oh, I did hear about that in yeah. the news yeah. or something. Fascinating. Look at us, Traverse City. Well, we are we Getting are surrounded by explosions. We are surrounded by woods. <laughs> by the woods. You know, you get as soon as you get out of this, out of the city. This what drew you to this area, Todd? Yeah, attraction to the woods. Yeah, I wanted to. I need to. I'm working (laughs) on my script right now. So she
0: showed out this burned out, and so now I, I I was left. Were you like, all right, what's up with the dad? Is he here? Is he not? Is he dead? Is he alive? Because there's no hide nor hair of him at all. But she, you know,
1: and nobody's talking.
0: Okay, now we assume maybe he's he's dead, and I noted. Is this just one day?
1: Yeah, that. that <laughs> to this point, yeah, that's a good question. They, they. I think it is. It was, but you know, you kind of suspend that part of it, yeah. you know, because she tries to get the truck in the beginning to go yeah. down to the Arkansas line, and I'm like, well, how far is that?
0: Yeah, and yeah, so to go to the border. So she eventually gets the truck, and Gail comes through, and they go down to some place and find another house that looks like. Yep. same houses in house, her name. House right?
1: number five is uh, his Jessup's mistress, and it's. Did you freak out when you
0: saw who it was? No, the blonde. I, it's it's the, Laura Palmer. Did, did you ever watch Tr- Twin Peaks? No, it's Laura Palmer from. Never mind.
1: Well, <laughs> give hey, it to me. You got the end. going. <laughs> Keep going with it. Laura Palmer from Twin Peaks. Okay, now when you say Twin Peaks, is that the like TV the TV show in the movie? The yeah. bar that is modeled after Hooters in Texas. Because they have Slightly. one in Taylor, they have one in down in down in Taylor, Tucky, where I'm
0: from. Not no, it, it's not really breast related at all.
1: Because oh, um, that one is. I went there. The show.
0: <laughs> it's more you know weird cherry pie related mystery murder.
1: Oh, so TV not, show. not breast That's related but show, cherry no. pie related.
0: But this was she plays Laura Palmer in Twin Peaks. Her name is Cheryl
1: Lee, and she is awesome. <laughs> Moving on, Todd. <huh? laughs> Don't. Ryan will not go down any rabbit holes today. He just, well, I,
0: I was going to stop. You know, it would lead me to Andy by saying uh, Pamela Peaks or whatever from uh, oh. one of the latter Sedaris films.
1: Oh, yeah. In uh, Harry the Cat.
0: Wait, wait, wait. There was Peaks in that movie. <laughs> Twins. Twin Peaks. But that was cool to see because somebody like that is for fanboys, fangirls, whatever. An actress like that in a movie like this just yeah. adds, just ups the value. A oh, for, all right. Well, for a fun, uh, you know,
1: you should see the, the smile on his face. It's, it's point, it's pointless, so, but it's she,
0: priceless. You know, I see this like family room jam happening and this, and an odd, unassuming lady singing with this kind of lovely voice. And so, Todd, do they just do that? That's just what they do. Like they're done with supper and. They're gonna play these songs. They just know them. No TV, I'm guessing. And That's just how they're jamming.
1: Um, don't we, take it too you seriously. Jumped, it's you, all jumped, right. you jumped ahead to the birthday party, I believe, because we were with Jessup's girlfriend, and she so tells you get, I, you get the disturbed
0: face when I maybe jumped ahead. <laughs> I see it. You get he starts to panic. He goes, "Well, uh,
1: well, uh, well, <clears throat> well, wait, wait, that's a different house," um, because. This isn't the the Laura Palmer house? Well, see, I don't know Laura Palmer. So, Jessup's the
0: blonde, girlfriend- the girlfriend because she's like, "Hey, I saw him with three shady dudes. Yeah, things aren't right." He looked
1: right past me, right? Yeah. That's not the singing party where the old woman is singing the the whole band things going on. Oh, who who's that then? That's that's later, on. That's a little later on. So, after that, after the girlfriend, they head back. She goes back and is hunting squirrels and doing the log splitter and Teardrop shows up and tells her that they found his car burned up. He wasn't in it. Yeah. And he didn't show for court. And he hands her money and tells her to sell the timber.
0: Which, oh yeah, because she she could sell.
1: No. That, I have a big question. This, this she, is yeah, this is this is a hole said, in the movie. I, She's 17 years old. Oh. She has a mom and dad. So, unless the laws and real estate laws in Missouri are different than anything I've ever I experienced, bet they are. the daughter does not own the property and does, cannot sell. She's not even 18. No. I bet in that community that bill of sale could be done with crayon. So, the, <laughs> so for me, that was a little bit and of like, what? 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 Wait, what? It she didn't can't occur sell to the me. timber. Yeah. So, yeah. You know why, though? Because she is so, she's the adult in this whole movie. Yeah, you're right. She, well, She's supposed to
0: be. Oh, she says she's seventeen. When when she, she goes says, to the recruiter, she we 17. find out she's yeah. seventeen. The recruiter. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and this is when I started noting the costume design, and, and and it can be so easy to miss. You know, giving accolades to something so simple like just the the stains on people's yeah. clothes where they were and. Just the way everything looked, their shoes. I would not be surprised really well done.
1: if all that was, because uh, most of the actors, you know, besides the ones we're naming, are, yeah. are locals, and that's yeah. everybody's real clothes, and it's all uh, completely authentic. Yeah, probably. I really, you know, if she could have done that, she would have. The scene where she's walking with her mom. This was
0: going to be my clip, actually, but I think I, I wouldn't want to ruin this for anybody. the The scene where she's walk and I'm like, "What the hell is going on with this mom?" Is because I'm thinking just, dementia. She's no, she just lost it. She checked out. I'm, I'm led to believe so, like intentionally, like so she's faking. No, no, just
1: her mind went. You know, because I mean, I don't the, know what the term throughout is for the rest it. Of
0: the movie, she slowly starts
1: to recover, right.
0: Not really. I, yeah, because she's starting to look at photos, and by the end, she's shucking corn. I mean, like, yeah, you've but seen the she show doesn't this,
1: engage with anyone.
0: But there's more recognition in this scene. She is just a blank stare, and Ree is just asking for her help. Yeah. That's I think that's time. the only
1: time we see her cry.
0: And Jesus Christ, like, that was well acted. That yeah. was well done. Yeah. Bravo, top to bottom, masterclass. Unreal. (laughs) Unreal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, just. And it looks like even with Rhea as a character is talking to her catatonic mother. Yeah. She's still like, it's a knock on her pride to ask for help, even in this situation. (laughs) Right. Can you just help me just just this one time? And you can tell it still felt bad to her to even say. Yeah. But holy shit.
1: Yeah. And nothing. She gets nothing from her.
0: And the Bond guy, I thought, you know, the the Bond guy was interesting acting because he didn't seem super <laughs> rednecky, very much. Down, he kind of stood out in a way.
1: I just yeah, feel I, like we should play the Bond and, guy As shows I was up. saying it, I'm like, yeah. Which right. is your favorite Bond? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which who's your favorite so Bond Sean guy Connery right
0: shows up in this movie and it's incredible. Oh, no,
1: Daniel Craig, fucker. Oh, Daniel Craig
0: shows up in this movie and he parkours <laughs> over the hood of a car. And he exclaims that Jessup's a runner, and then he shares that he was initially short on his bond, and somebody came in and laid down a sackful of money to help cover
1: it crinkled crinkled up money. He yeah. makes it a point to like say, you know, I think that was his reference, like it was drug money. Yeah, crinkled up, wadded up yeah. money. So Did, that was interesting. didn't leave his name.
0: And okay, so here's my la- the one laugh in the in the movie. You know what I'm sa- talking about? No, because they're 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 saying like who he is, and the guy said he must have left his name in his in his other pants, <laughs> 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 intimating in my head that in their heads they only have two pairs two of, pair pants. of pants. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and that was even a-, a rich guy like that only has two pairs of pants. I love that.
1: Well, how you know it's all meth money? How rich can you?
0: Yeah, that begs a question. Who were they selling to? Not necessarily
1: just financial, but your life is not very rich if you're So this is where I'm thinking, Re, you
0: have the opportunity to sell something. Look into the direction of where maybe big buildings might be and just go a little bit closer to that. Leave uh, this is another point in the notes where I wrote, I'm depressed (laughs) because now she has a week to prove Uh. That her father is dead or she loses literally everything.
1: Yeah, that moment actually kind of makes you gasp a little bit, you know. And she says, how long do I have? And he says, you know, and, and within a week. And
0: how would this guy know even? Well, so he—he's that's what he does. It for wraps ra- ratchets up the tension and, again, Perfect. the like, weights just, you know, yeah. just add on to this poor girl.
1: Yeah, it's like she's carrying this, uh, you know— thing at yeah. her shoulders with weights on each side and yeah, then every house she goes one, to they yeah. just keep adding more, more and more weights and yeah.
0: Yep. And now she goes to what I find fascinating, a cow auction.
1: This whole thing well, So out of complete desperation, she goes to where Thump goes to work Thump.
0: Yeah. Is that it? That's where like his, Well his it's job? you
1: get that feeling, that's his thing, you know. So that, was
0: this not fascinating to you? Yeah. I, I would pay money and watch. I'm not kidding, and watch that. Oh the watch whole, those
1: people the whole auction thing? Yeah. I don't know why. The four H thing is huge up here. You can do it all over.
0: Is that what Tommy Boy is talking about in Tommy Boy when he's like we can cruise the four H oh. babes?
1: So so Ryan is um from from all the major big cities in the U.S., uh, that is, that is, Chicago, correct, yes. Miami, San Francisco, so that 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 will help help you listeners understand that he really has no concept of anything that is out in the country. <laughs> I do. I have a concept of what's out there, and it's all movie based. Yeah, it hurts my butt.
0: <laughs> Banjo movie based. Uh, well, yeah. All right, now that's out of the way. Now we're an hour
1: in. <laughs> oh. Yeah but the, you the didn't first, you, you didn't, first, didn't use a bone reference. Uh, yeah, I'm no. really shocked. I we, thought yeah, you were going to you, you did on the phone earlier. We yeah, going for the You were, you were the easy firing laugh. off the bone references one after Hard another. Hard not to do that. But Oh, oh. She
0: goes to this cow auction and she's abducted by the 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 gatekeeper by uh, Mirab and her posse. And did you notice they take her into the shittiest barn that has the nicest electric garage door?
1: Yeah, well, this is back at the house, at their house, Yeah. where she first went. So she chases Thump around the 4-H auction deal, whatever that is. And he completely walks away from her, ignores her. So then she goes back to the house because she's completely desperate. I mean, she's crossing every line she's not supposed to because she's got a week left before they've got no place to go. Yeah. So she's, you know, she's going for it all and then uh she heads back to the house after Thump uh evades her at the auction. And she's greeted by uh what's her name again? Marab. Marab. No, what dare Dicky what's her real name?
0: The actress? Yeah. Oh, um sorry, Dale Dicky.
1: Yeah. So she's greeted by her her again and then uh it doesn't go well. She throws hot coffee in her face, hits her with the coffee mug, which removes a tooth or two, and then all the other sisters join in and they're kicking her and punching her and they drag her off into this aforesaid barn you mentioned. Yeah, this is not cool. This is not cool at all. So Because she went after the big man and uh Yeah, this
0: this is when the realism of this kind of thing kind of pops for me where this is a young teenage girl who was literally beat by adults. And, yeah. and so this is my clip is, is has to do with this scene where you don't really see the beating, which I think is more effective. And yeah, you hear it. You finally, you know, see she's, you know, on the floor of this barn, thump shows up. Yeah, this is this is after the beating's over with, and she's yeah, and and he's he's surveying the damage on her face, and immediately I'm like, you fucking disgusting slut! It, it, oh. Well,
1: see, I took I had a slight different take on that. I took it to make he was making sure she wasn't beat too badly. I mean, he ordered the he ordered the beating because she needed to learn a lesson, but he was making sure that the sisters did not overstep his his instructions. Right.
0: You're 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 good for me in my life, in- Todd, because that <laughs> is a rational way to look at that. And I, I don't know, just when he touched her, it just you know it's a little kid. What the fuck is wrong with you? But he just his middle name should be Gravitas, to be honest, because this guy is just big in all senses of the words. And um, all those metals He on looks his vest. like his name is Thump Milton. Um, so he's kind of looking her over and, um, he just kind of asked her a question and I, I like this and I'll tell you why, uh, once we get through the uh, clip here.
1: You got something to say, Charles, you best say it now. I
2: oh got Two kids that can't feed themselves yet. My mom's sick. And she's always going to be sick. Pretty soon, the laws are coming and taking our house. And throwing us out to live in the field like dogs. If Dad has done wrong. Dad has paid. And whoever killed him, I don't need to know all that. I can't forever carry them kids and my mom not without that house
1: there was your dog in the background (laughs) no no yeah yeah (laughs) to your point
0: or to my point I guess yeah but um, you can just feel the heaviness of that well you can you can hear in her voice that her face is beat up yeah and it's another instance of this young woman standing up to adversity of every sort. Yeah. And in this instance, a giant man who just had her beat by other grown adults. And she, the look on her face and the way she just says, I can't. And then it makes you realize how important a shitty little house could be.
1: Yeah, it's a roof over their heads. I mean, it's everything. Yeah, yeah, clearly.
0: And you know, I and I, I, I didn't. My next clip was going to be when Teardrop comes to get her because John Hawks yeah, should have won that Academy Award for that scene alone.
1: Alone, it's so good. Yep, yeah, that and the one with the the sheriff. I I love that one yeah. too. But the reaction of the other people when Teardrop arrives. You know, the one guy going, I ain't standing here naked when that crazy son bitch comes in. And what he meant by naked was without a gun. Not strapped, as the kids would say. Uh, Not packing the heat? I ain't, yeah. I'm showing generational there.
0: No, 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 you're good. Strapped, more current. You sound like Joe Piscopo. You should be proud. Oh, oh,
1: who? (laughs) 1990 who? I tried to do
0: an old guy zing, but the irony is I'm as old as Todd. Yes, I just wanted to talk about Joe Piscopo's all. To be honest with you, no, you, Poor you got me. You, you, that, We've talked about th- him before. Th- thanks for the zinger, <laughs> which is another old. You know, when the Twinkies went out, and in Teardrop, this is another thing that shows this like hierarchy. This, oh yeah, this fiefdom, this and, redneck uh, fiefdom, and, and you I said it earlier. This about is his... what
1: really exists. I mean, it's like entering another world. Is that not scary as shit? That it. I mean. This to me was like going back in time a hundred years, yeah, or so, maybe even more, but still exists today. Yeah, yeah. It's let that sink it because that's how things were, and then the modern age came in. But some places stay the same. Yeah, because of the the poverty level, and
0: you know, yeah, and the drugs. That's true. You know, and they're 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 finding the best alternatives that they can, or don't think. And, and uh, you know when I said like ain't, you know look towards where the tall buildings are and move closer to, the, to there, I know it's not always possible, but sometimes you know just to just maybe just move the next town over something, you know maybe there's an Arby's there, there's, there's a- something start small. I, I don't. You got to be able to leave. I'm contradicting myself everywhere, but they get her home and Sonia shows up and she brings painkillers and. But the thing that got me here is this seventeen-year-old girl. Yeah, they put frozen veggies on her midsection, which means they also like kicked her in her ribs.
1: Yeah, oh, they were kicking her when she was down. Yeah,
0: and as she's about to literally pass out from pain, she asked them to make sure the kids were doing their homework.
1: Yeah, she's the mom. And out absolutely, it was beautiful. And her girlfriend, the with the baby from earlier, they got the pickup truck. Yeah, Gail. Gail, thank you. Was was nursing her was taking yeah. care of her and putting the putting the uh see they don't you know they don't have ice packs. They got frozen frozen peas yeah. in a bag. Well,
0: you know, we've we've pulled out the frozen, you know, again, my wife is very, very accident prone all the time and this is just not <laughs> like a way to say like <laughs> I'm beating her at home and I'm like making alibis. But we were reminded last Thanksgiving <laughs> we had this like you know second half of this trundle did she bed. She com- can't
1: wait. Did she comment on the on the frozen bed? Like oh, that's what you'd have to do. Oh, for she me? was asleep by then. No, no, no. Oh, no, she, she was did out. Not made it this far. Oh, okay, but um, we had this trundle bed that was
0: broken, and she's just like awesome and jumps in to fix things, even you know before me or before I even think about it. <laughs> and this thing snapped back and hit her bam right in the face, oh, like geez. almost took her eye out, like huge cut, and that was last Thanksgiving. Because I was saying this Thanksgiving, I'm like, everything, I'm like, it's nice and mellow. I feel like we're ahead of the game. We don't normally have a lot of people, but I'm like, I'm not stressed at all. Like, honey, are you good? And she's like, Well, you remember last year, like, I blasted my face open and you were literally doing everything on your own. I was like, Oh, yeah, I guess. But it it just felt nice and mellow. And I really don't remember if I had a. Were,
1: Were you accident free this year?
0: Yes, accident-free this year.
1: That's But so, yeah, we used frozen
0: peas on, on her face. That's what I was trying to say. But then she passes out, and we go into one of my favorite parts of the movie is random black-and-white squirrel footage.
1: Yeah, so this was the Vicodin, you know, nightmares of, uh, you know, because she had to sell off the timber. I was curious as to whether that would be the case. Now, how, that was my thought. say
0: her head is so—that's like—
1: well, she took the painkillers, right? Yeah, but that's then, what she goes to. And then she's having nightmares because she has to sell off the property and the whole thing with yeah. the squirrels. Because, you know, we had squirrels earlier yeah. in the movie. That's what they were, you know, fried. Do you want the squirrels fried or uh, yeah, or, or, or what was the other or word?
0: stewed or something like that. Yeah, you're m- right. It's exactly or, yeah. right.
1: Yeah. And both of them at the same time. Yeah. Fried. <laughs> fried.
0: And now she, you know, she wakes up from the squirrel nightmare and realizes she needs money. And this is this, you know, the sad, like, oh, you know, she just doesn't know any better. She goes back to the army recruiter for which she was denied previously and tries to go to the army again because and this army recruiter, this guy's sensational. Oh, yeah. That actor. I and think
1: it, I bet, I bet he was he an actual recruiter. He
0: actually is an actual recruiter. Okay. I know that, that was, for certain.
1: I could tell this. And he
0: literally I, I don't think even a lot of dialogue was written for him. He said the actor said a recruiter slash actor said I spoke to her like I would have
1: spoken to a person in that yeah. real situation. Yep. That's I can remember the recruiters from high school and, and that's what exactly he says, what they were like. He said they were they weren't so they were they would have wanted you to go in no matter what. Well, they it, would have like, you know. In contrary,
0: much like um, you know, Rat Jack in Starship Troopers.
1: <laughs> which is what, all which welcome. is what real life is based on. I just on. reminded
0: you that Casper Van Dien is an actor, ladies and gentlemen. But um, he discourages her. He literally, in no uncertain terms, yeah. says, stay home.
1: Well, he interviews her. You know, yeah. he finds out the source of why, why she wants the 40 this? grand. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's it's really effective. And this is another scene where, you know, she goes – she's literally – Multiple concussed, multiply concussed, um, broken ribs, teardrop comes to get her and just makes this turn, try to help her. And he says something about, we're going to go poke them where they're at. So, yeah, he's tired of waiting. Here's a little something about your friend Ryan here, is that I look at a scene like that in any movie, uh, specifically cops, you know, late night stuff, like, hey, wake up, wake wake up, what? It's 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, we're going to go do this thing right now. Fuck no. (laughs) Don't ask me to do that. Get up at 2 and go commit hijinks or something. No thank you. You've seen too many movies and they all end badly. No, this can wait until (laughs) 7. This doesn't have to happen now. No thank you. Do not come get me at the wee hours of the night and we're going to go spy on something. I'm going to fall asleep. I'm going to be shitty at it and I'm going to feel bad about it. So no thank you. But they go he go and this is another bit of the realism. They go, Teardrop tries to accost these three big local guys, and she's like literally in the front seat of his car, could be dead from a concussion. And he's asking these guys, Where are they? Where where's where's Jessup? Where's Jessup? Yeah. They're still not sure at this time. And these local guys, terrifying. Giving them a cold shoulder. He grabs an axe.
1: Yeah. And they were the one they were in the barn too. With thumb, oh, yeah, because you start to see it like yeah, there's this it's the same group, yeah, because because he's in a bar and then she goes and gets him and says, Hey, Jay, and those guys are over there, yeah, and then but his cold, dead eyes, yeah, that he has, and I mean, just deadhead, you know, but he's not, he's very, extremely violent, yeah,
0: <laughs> and teardrop grabs an axe and he pops
1: yep. it through the windshield of somebody's truck. Yep. And you notice none of them come after him. There's three of them. They,
0: they don't. They,
1: they they don't come at him. They just yell. But they say but the the
0: menace is there. The guy's like It's oh no we're, we're coming after you
1: dude. Yeah. Did you how did you do, like the Kurt Kurt Russell reference? No. What I didn't hear it. Oh, we're coming after you at hell hell's, oh, hell's coming, coming with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah that's right.
0: But it just seemed really
1: legit. Like the threat was credible. Yeah. They and I'll bet you those were on... three local dudes. Exactly. Yeah. I, and I that agree bar, those were all locals in the bar. Yeah. I mean, th- these were not you know, paid people to be there. At this point,
0: Jessup, father, we st- I th- still think, because again, I'm along for the ride for the I, he, first time. He's dead. I think he's I think. alive, and I hope to fucking God he's played by Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's what I hope. you now that's, one, that's gold. because that'd be fucking rad. And sure. two, Hunger Games. Hello. Oh, thank you. See, oh. so that's that's for the nerds. the father figure in Hunger you, Games. I'm one of you, yes. And then he
1: that would have been like a, a prequel.
0: Yes, <laughs> I I I fuck and I, I, I wrote it down. I fucking hope it, the dad is Woody Harrelson. Oh, and this is when. Well, he
1: does have big hands. We have
0: the 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 standoff that you like so. And I agree with you where teardrop is pulled over by the deputy. The sheriff. The sheriff, rather. Sheriff Bickle Bickle Bixie. <laughs> sheriff Baskin. And Bixley. It's such it, it's such a tense moment. I oh, mean yeah. like butthole clenching tense. <laughs> when he <laughs> Todd, did you like that I said butthole clenching tense? You all right with that?
1: Yeah, I'm still I'm clutching myself. <laughs> I know. I loved it.
0: I'm clenching. I'm clenching right now just because. And, of thinking about is it. Is that banjo related at all? No. Okay. This is just scared for other human life. Like she's in the well, car. I'm scared she for Reese.
1: You know, tear in a We know fire. teardrop's gonna go out. He's got know, a gun in a blaze of glory at some point in his life. And he says the most baller thing. Yeah. To stop this thing. And they filmed him through the rear through view, the rear view mirror, the side mirror. Yeah. And the whole mirror takes up his face and that cold death stare. Should I say, can I? Yeah, go. Over, you do it. Is this going to be our time? <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. And, I mean, it, you can hear Clint you Eastwood. Can see Eastwood <laughs> saying it. Yeah. Charles Bronson.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Any of the classic badasses. Holy shit. Yeah. Is this going to be our time? And he's
1: holding the shotgun next to his face. Had I had in that the
0: mirror? as a kid in high school with a bully? Like, if I, I just had the moxie enough to stare at him with the insane and be like, is this going to be our time? Yeah. I would have had a way better time, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be this damaged.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ryan and I attended school when bullying was the oh, norm. Oh. And, and not, not an issue. Yeah. It and was part of growing up. So, again,
0: dad may still be alive. The the they're stirring the hornet they're poking the hornet's well, nest.
1: Well, see, I'm I'm thinking he's dead because when she's doing her confession to Thump, you know, with her face all you know caved in, and she says that he, Dad's paid his debt. He you know I don't need to know who killed him. Yeah, or I don't need to know all that. So at that point, my mind went to with him being dead. But we don't. You're right. I mean, you don't know for sure.
0: Not for a little bit. Um, no, yeah, <laughs> and and we find a little bit more that yeah, the father was a snitch. Maybe you know they start to things start to come to light.
1: Yeah, when teardrop and uh, and re uh, start bonding yeah. even more, and he starts he starts actually, but again, revealing to he, her,
0: he does. But there's still the menace underneath. Yeah, you that you, quiet. You're always afraid. hill people. Menace. Even if they're being nice to you, yeah. I'm like, I don't know, dude.
1: They have a dead stare and they don't blink. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know those black eyes.
0: And but but it is kind of nice knowing that it it is pretty genuine, you know, throughout the rest of the film. But this is when I wrote, "Mom seems to be waking up because she's more alert, she's more active." They cut to her like looking around, okay. so I thought she'd have more part in it. But this is where we have a pretty. Turning incident where Mirab comes to the house and says, Gonna take you to Daddy's bones.
1: Well, I love how Reed he greets her. She comes out with a loaded shotgun. Yeah. And she says, This a, happens a lot. I too. Going, come he, in the door with a gun. All I got all I wanna do is put this um shotgun or shoot you right it would You're shoot like you right, guts. You or something. It's right through right, blow, Shoot her fucking right in the gut. Because, because that's where you're gonna lie in misery and pain for a long time yeah. before you die. Yeah, and uh, and she's just calm. I suspect you do. There's a. But lot we're of- here to fix your problem for you. Get in the truck. Gr- Such great delivery, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, we came here to fix your problem. Get in the truck. I ain't going anywhere with you. And this
0: is where hierarchy comes in
1: because you know that's like marching orders. Somebody thump said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go fix this. And again, it was show it, don't say it, which is my favorite thing to bring up. I mean, there's a lot of scenes in this where they, you know, like, exactly that came from Thump, but they don't have to show it.
0: Red flags for me. Also at nighttime. One, not into this bullshit. (laughs) Leaving the house at night. Daddy's bones aren't going anywhere. (laughs) Fuck off until tomorrow. And they (laughs) lead her towards a car. There's flashlights a burlap sack and a chainsaw. Nope, no, no. no. <coughs> right? All of those they things
1: They cover no. they cover her head in a burlap sack to take her to where so she's going. So were you
0: thinking she's murdered right now?
1: I I had that concern. I didn't think so, but then still, was, play, I, I was still Then when yeah. a boat comes
0: into play? I was still concerned. Then a boat comes into play. Goodbye, all, Ree.
1: All it was it was all bad. But they well, I guess that would be fixing her problem if they killed her. Correct. That I, I again, I I gave credit enough to the writing to be like, yeah. okay, here we go. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, okay, is this? And then the most god awful scene. Yeah. The most god gut wrenching. Yeah. Uh, you know your little your little girl. This was hard to watch in your, a way. Your little girl. I I don't want to give this scene away for those who haven't seen it. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, I mean, I mean most they, people have seen this movie, I would think, because it's so big.
0: Yeah, and it does, you know, it, it it's a major plot point. But let's just say, the father is dead, and there is a certain burden of proof uh, that is upon her
1: to, prove, they need to so prove so that, that she can, dead so that she can um, keep the house. So he he finds and that, and that's finds how a way they fix her problem. That. For her. they find a way and to do that. I'll let you, we'll let you enjoy the gut wrenching scene. <laughs> And you know, and, and
0: this involves you know the the creepy sheriff, and this is when you know again his his just fear and his just bullshit insecurity. He yeah. has to tell her, hey, you know, at that standoff, I didn't back down. You know, that yeah. was part of my plan. Yeah, she
1: delivered. She delivers him a package. Yeah, a burden of proof, and then uh, he's just got to let her know that he didn't back now. I mean, he could have been. He's at least partially telling the truth because twice he shined the flashlight over on her during that gun standoff. Yeah, and you know, as a police officer, you would not. I mean, they're not following the rules down there in this movie, but you wouldn't. You know, you're shouldn't be putting somebody else's life in jeopardy. I mean, you know who he is. You you know you can exactly you can bring in. You know the SWAT team at any time yep. to take care of any anything you need to, and not put Reese, you know, not have Re end up getting shot. Yeah. So there is that, but the way the scene actually played out for me was he he backed down because he knew Teardrop was going to end him. Yeah.
0: And who knows? I mean, you may look at that scene and be like, "There's no way." You know, Sheriff maybe had the the He had the drop on him. position, but He had the um, drop on tear. You know, just start spraying bullets into the, he had that drop on <laughs> tear. She seems to be really into her mom's closet. That happens a lot, and this happens towards dad's the clothes. end. Dad's clothes. Oh, it's dad's clothes. Dad's clothes, oh, the smell of them, the feel of them, Why the I memory of them. I think it was mom's him? closet for
1: some reason. Mom, I don't think mom changes.
0: That just makes it even more depressing because she really did care about him. She was smelling his clothes. Yeah. And his boots and everything. Yep. Uh, uh, This is the fifth time I've written I'm depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Fifth? (laughs) I think. I hadn't been counting.
1: At least five.
0: But we have a nice little kind of – I like the wrap-up of this movie because – you know, the uh, w you're still at this point, what the heck is gonna happen? You know, she's you know, free and clear at least in, in proving that the father's dead. Right. You're but feeling there's still a life to she's, live here
1: and Yeah, well she's she's saved the house. Yeah, but you know, so so it still doesn't And look she's good got a much for, better uh, relationship with her uncle teardrop. So you're feeling pretty good at this point. You should be feeling better, yeah. right? And it, it should be. It's kind of getting better. But there's a couple times better.
0: where people like try to take her kids. And, and another term that they use, uh, raise them on up from here. And even teardrop yeah, yeah. is part and, of that. Yeah, and that was another
1: point. thing. I'm like, where's social services? Where is it? You, know, you can just take somebody's kid and give it, give them to the neighbor. Yeah. And that's OK. Yeah.
0: raise them up from here. Yeah. The, the girl maybe later. So again, 120 years ago, fifth you know? time I'm depressed, but you know, <laughs> teardrop comes and brings some chicks for the kids, and that's a sign of responsibility and engagement, you know, in into the family, which is cool. The Bond guy shows up, and this kind of
1: <laughs> when you say that, my mind. The Bond just goes, man, the Bond Sean Connery it, shows up. This time up, it's Sean Connery,
0: and there's extra money left over from. I didn't really track that. Why the there was additional money for them?
1: Well. The money for the bond, so he put up his house, right, yeah, but it wasn't nearly enough and then and then the mystery man shows up with all the crinkled bag of money and which drops must it. be thump. No, we don't know, I think it's thump i think it's th- i don't reason. there's no way thump went down there himself. he know. may have sent somebody
0: I mean he looks like he has two pairs of pants
1: and- <laughs> so the bond. Mr. A1 Bondman takes out his share of the crinkled money that he's due, and then the rest of the money, because it's unclaimed, goes to Ree. Yeah. And that's what he was delivering to her. So, you know, it's a happy ending. And it can't be a ton. He he, it's a happy ending except for teardrop.
0: And she said, you know, how'd you do that? And and she says this a couple of times, bread and butter. I like the little recurring her little Oh yeah, bread. Her her little theme of bread and butter. And she I, I like the idea of the banjo bit because, you know, he she gives dad's banjo to John Hawkes' character, to Teardrop, who probably studied banjo for like a year just to do that scene. Like, he's that kind yeah. of guy. Because I notice his fingers.
1: Yeah, he was playing correctly. Like,
0: no, but, well, that, but just like the dirt, where the dirt was placed on his hands. Like, all that's intentional. You know it is. Yeah. And so that's when, again, you appreciate costuming and makeup for that. But... He says, "I can't, you know, I can't take this." So it's like he's passing the toothless torch
1: to her. Okay, I had a little different take on that. So he gives he gives the he he gives the two little kids the the chickens, right? So it's something something for them to raise up and and have a memory of him. She tells him to take Dad's banjo with him. You ought to have it. Yeah. And he says, "Well, why don't you hang on to it for me?" And then he says, "I know who." Yeah, he know he knows who. And she goes, "What do you mean? You know who? What? Jessup's killer. I know who." Yeah. So earlier in the movie, we didn't mention this, but he said, "You can never." He said to her, "You can never tell me who. Don't tell me who, because I'll end up uh, toes up, which means he'll kill whoever killed his little brother." Is how I took it. Yeah. So this was him. This was his. This was his saying goodbye.
0: So he has no confidence in his ability to do a vengeance murder.
1: No, no. what's he's he's gonna kill the guy, but then Thump's gonna have, then he he's gonna get killed after that.
0: I think he needs more confidence in his ability to do oh. a vengeance murder. Well, he no get away with the it.
1: vengeance murder will happen, but they'll and then, then, then they'll send the team after him. He, a team? He, oh yeah, uh,
0: like SEAL Team Six.
1: Well, like Forsyth Team Eight.
0: <laughs> I guess so. And, you know, the last shot of this movie is what resonated with me most, Todd. I'm going to tell you that. Oh, the last shot of the movie. Because how do you button up a movie like this, you know? I mean, it's it's a happy-ish ending, but it's I'm still depressed. And Was it? They, it, it, it's an iconic shot from the movie, uh, and I realize you see it in a lot, but it's the three of them sitting on the porch, dirty porch. The banjo, ironically, is the cleanest thing in the entire Shot.
1: Yeah, that's that skin that on and there span. was pristine. Yeah. yeah,
0: and Jennifer Lawrence, this character, is just staring off into the middle distance, probably contemplating the nightmare that is her life. Even still, as the little girl starts to just strum this discordant banjo, ring, and I'm like, this is my wife's life every single day. <laughs> That's that's in her head. That's just staring off.
1: What the just, hell oh, have like I done with that?
0: Just like a discordant Like, that is us in her life. She's, bah! And she's just like, uh. So the last, and, and as I looked over as she was asleep, you know, uh, it, I've made her watch so many bad movies, and, and I can't even, she can't even stay awake for the good ones now. I've done so much damage to this poor lady. <laughs> and I just started to laugh. Like, you know what? If she was awake, I'd be like, this is you. This is your life. I, she'd be like, yeah. Uh, oh,
1: wow. So it was a
0: nice yeah, solo bonding moment for me with, with Jess. Uh, yeah. And she slumbered yeah, next yeah. to me. I, I thought She's you a were, trooper.
1: I thought you were going to say, as I looked over at her sleeping, I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I do that, too.
0: Um, I and I, you know, I again, I was depressed a lot, but
1: yeah, I told you to buckle up and get ready because it's, it's, but that. it's,
0: it's not, not a bad way,
1: you know what I mean? It's no, I think it spells to the movie, the movie's truth, the the ability to take you to to feel like you've lived, yeah, in that place and time, and it's, you can you can
0: ask or somebody may argue, why watch a movie like that? What's the point? And Again, strength, resilience. You know, this is a girl who stood up to anything. And it, although she may, you know, there could be a case made for how dispassionate she was. Like, she's like, I can't handle these kids without this house. Not, I, I, I love these kids. I need to raise them.
1: Well, her face was beat in. You know, and she's on Vicodin. And so. at the
0: end, she did say, I can't imagine life without the two of you weighing me down on my back or something. Right. So well, in they, way, they
1: thought, yeah, the boy thought he was leaving. Are you going to leave? She was leaving.
0: But um, you know, it's just unbelievable. You know, and maybe it's just to make you feel better for the day. Like it really, really could be worse. But did you know Jennifer Lawrence was originally turned down for this role? And you know No, why. no. You know I, I know
1: she auditioned three times.
0: She was turned down for the role because she was too pretty.
1: Yeah. Oh, there was something about that.
0: Uh, She flew overnight into New York City, walked 13 blocks in the sleet to the casting office, and auditioned with a runny nose and hair she hadn't washed in a week. She won the role and ultimately her first Academy Award nomination at
1: 20 years old. She said she flew the red eye to New York, so she was in Louisville. Yeah. And uh, so she was sleep-deprived and dressed badly and auditioned one last time for the director. And got the role, yeah. so so she was kind of on the ouch, but she was like her character, yeah. You know, she went through three auditions because she wanted that role so badly. Um, she was great in it. Another line, reoccurring line, just one more before we is they kept saying "I know you" all throughout the movie. That was like how they the men like would introduce, like "I know you." They said it with the sheriff. They said it with the. uh you know, he's like, Teardrop, I know you. I know your family. Yeah, it's, and then it's threatening. It's they, almost predatory. The Bond guy says, sees Teardrop there, and he looks at it and goes, I know you, and Teardrop goes, yep. I mean, it's just a consistent language, social culture maybe, thing throughout the movie. They're not that
0: intellectually stunted that that's the only thing that they can
1: say. It's I know you. No, but it, it's got a lot of subtext to it. It's like a thing, and I and I was trying to – I grasp it, it because could be we're just not a
0: synapse firing just like don't know anything better to say just i know you i'm hungry now me cook meth it was based on a novel have you read the
1: novel uh, no you haven't read this i one? have i haven't read a novel since junior high school and it was called wolfen wolfen great movie
0: two important elements from the novel were omitted for the film version uh, as a young girl, though her exact age is never specified, Ree is fed hallucinogenic mushrooms and raped by little Arthur, which explains their tense relationship in the film. Because he, there's like a creep factor. So she's wow. like further, she's, you know, that's why it, they showed a little bit when like wow. even teardrops like Coke, have you acquired a taste for it yet? They're like trying to get these kids hooked and stuff for whatever reason.
1: So what 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 do you think if they would have included that?
0: Well, and then it says, uh, the other is the source of acrimony between Gail's husband, Floyd. Uh, Ree and Gail have an intimate history
1: as well. So interesting. Floyd and... Floyd yeah, so and
0: Re. Gail and Re have an intimate history.
1: Wait, the... wait, wait. Uh-oh. Are you saying the two girls have an intimate history with yes, each other?
0: That's what I'm saying. Uh, Todd's going to read the book now. His first novel <laughs> since Wolfen, ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> Is gonna be what, what? <laughs> what he hopes are some salacious scenes in the book.
1: Well, already then, um, <laughs> that that's a twist. Yeah, all but right. Do you think do you think they didn't do the rape scene because it was too much? I mean, this was it might have send people over the edge.
0: Not really, but um, I mean, it's implied that something's up between them. You can tell, and yeah. so that's what I think is kind of cool that the. They just let the yeah, acting. he
1: come over and say, I know you. Yeah. They they, they let the acting yeah. take care of it. So there is one other book, too, that John, is it John Hawks? Is it is it John? The actor? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, the. The actor. The
0: construction worker. Playing teardrop.
1: <laughs> yes. So in one of his interviews, he referenced the book Almost Midnight, and it's a true crime book that uh, of murders that occurred and they're meth related just down the road from where this was filmed. And they all had to read it or he had to read it to kind of get the whole feel, time, place, and character um, you know, for this movie. And he said it's you know, it's the movie's not based on this book, but it really gives you Yeah. Um, you know, I the knew craziness he, down I there. I knew
0: he spent a year learning the banjo. Yep. That guy.
1: So I thought I'd include that one for our for our legion,
0: email us and tell me what, uh, tell me, tell Todd, no, just tell me, tell us what you think of uh, <laughs> any of our suggestions. A little independent podcast at com. And now
1: here it's we go. time for, it's time for, reviews. and maybe at some point
0: we'll have a, a, you know, a little act break song for the review bit. Okay. Or any listener can make us a song.
1: Hello, my baby. Hello, my sunshine.
0: Uh, email that to us at a little independent podcast at gmail.com. So here we go. Reviews off of uh, IMDb. And I'll start with a bad one. And it's titled Erg Depressing Need a Shower. <laughs>
1: I don't disagree with that.
0: <laughs> now, okay, I, I did. Again, I mean, you wrote depressing
1: five or six times. So Todd
0: needs to know. You know, I I do the legwork on these. I, I read a lot of the reviews. I do try to pick the best ones, and sometimes you read a review and you don't know if it's real or if it's fake. Okay. So I'm going to read this one, and you just tell me what you think.
1: When you say fake, you mean somebody's just saying it to get attention? Kind just of thing? tell me what you think
0: <laughs> of this one out of ten review. All right. Um, with what I said, just bearing in mind. Yuck. Three chapters in started skipping chapters, hillbilly hell. These people need to be rounded up and etherized, or at least a frontal lobotomy. All these large, four-headed, sandal-wearing, artsy, farty, fringe festival reviewers are living their spelled wrong cerebral fantasies out in lauding up this movie. Must be smoking the same crank as the scumbags in the movie, but probably though a uber-expensive West German Art Deco bong made of the foreskin of a Mongolian yak.
1: Wow, that was beautiful.
0: I'm not. I'm not done yet, but <laughs> okay. I mean, if, if there is some kind of radio Emmy. I'll take it for getting through that. Yeah. Yes, these people might call me a Philistine or a plebeian, (laughs) but I do enjoy many classics, such as THX 1138 or 451. i assuming he means Fahrenheit 451 or the George Lucas classic, THX 1138 got a sequel. Anyway, they were interesting and had social comment, but watching uh, this just—oh, sorry— they were interesting and had social comment, but watching a this just made me want to have a shower. It was a total depressing dirge, a waste of digital tape, thankfully not celluloid. This was the most boring, going nowhere movie I've ever seen since Sex, Lies, and Videotape, and that I walked out of too. There are movies out there, like the Born series, that I can watch over and over they're entertaining and interesting. And only thing this movie did was to give me the urge to pour curry powder into my eyes and run down the street yelling feces.
1: All right. I have to say that was entertaining. That was, that was an entertaining review. And, uh, well, Sex, Lies, and Videotapes was a good movie. Yeah, so. <laughs>
0: I, I, this is, uh, he walked out of, so this But I like is the Bourne movies, too, so. 50-year-old guy, probably, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, listen to this episode again, just to hear that review. And uh, we'll end with a
1: positive review. All right, just like our ending. Creepy,
0: unnerving, and wonderful. <laughs> Released in 2010, starring Jennifer Lawrence- Screenplay written by Deborah Granick and Anne Rossellini, and based on a novel by Daniel Woodrell. This is dark and gritty, and left of center, and is the kind of thing I love watching late at night, curled up on the couch. Alone. It's not comfortable watching, but it isn't meant to be.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm, I'm... I'm putting Ryan off his game here, but that was funny.
0: It is set in a rough neighborhood. It's probably the worst place to be a postman or a door-to-door window salesman. (laughs) This sucked me in and had me gripped until the end. Great acting throughout
1: and a terrific story. Did you write that one, Ryan? Ten out of (laughs) ten. Did you... you, you did you self-impose nope, on that one?
0: I didn't, but this person thought that that's a rough neighborhood and probably the worst place to be a postman or a door-to-door window salesman.
1: Yeah, maybe a rougher. Yes, Not all kidding. of the above.
0: <laughs> Chicken Wrangler. Can I can I interest you in a in new door? If you're interested in Crank, that's the place for you. Well, um, well done. Uh, probably our most, what, as you mentioned, celebrated movie. This, our first Academy
1: Award-nominated movie I think we've done. Yeah, uh, possibly four times for sure. Yeah, 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 without a doubt.
0: Yeah, well, that Jennifer uh, Lawrence, she she's something. She's gonna go
1: places. I so. think I think she'll do well you for herself. Somebody.
0: You uh, found somebody,
1: hot. Yeah, I mean, I've picked a few that I said to watch out for with be, other movies, but places. this one. Yeah, I, I think I could lay money on this mother. One. That w- <laughs> I haven't seen that. Do I need to see that? Because she said it was like her most disturbing movie.
0: That's a separate podcast.
1: Do I need to see it? Yeah,
0: that that would be a separate podcast.
1: It's too much. <laughs> Javier yeah, is he in that yeah, one?
0: Yes, you need to see
1: it. Really? Yes. Okay, folks, I'm going in, and, and listeners
0: freaking out because everybody hates that movie. But I think you need to see it. Yes.
1: Okay. I just in a, in the interview, she just referenced it being really disturbing when it's she
0: messed up. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, I uh, again, Todd, thank you for doing this podcast with
1: me. Well, thank you for having me. Well, we I'm, do it together. I know. It's, that's what I'm it, saying. Is that a is it a Batman and Robin thing or is it a No, I don't know. It's Batman, Starsky and, Batman. and Hutch thing, <laughs> and Starsky and Batman, Charlie's Angels,
0: Charlie's Hutch, <laughs> one of the above. But uh, again, amazing, and thank you all for listening. And uh, again, email us at a little independent podcast at gmail.com with ideas, suggestions, whatever you'd want to see. We want to hear from you, and if you've got criticism, we get it. But uh,
1: you know, be as constructive with it as you can. We are we are always a celebration of independent film, That's so we're right. not here to over criticize. I mean, we joke around and stuff, but really, the the whole bottom line of this is that you know we we want to honor honor the independent filmmakers. Your honor, your honor. Well, Todd, you're out of order. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ryan. We'll always have. Monte Doro. Who are those guys? Who are those guys? You'll love it. It's just a little independent. You'll love it. It's just a little independent. You're going to love it. It's just a little independent. Just like so I'm introducing a movie to you. Like you're about to. Oh. Yeah. So All right. So yeah.
0: Like yeah. Just yeah. a little independent.